Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Girly Homesteader podcast. Today is definitely going to be a girly episode because all I am talking about today is hair. Um, If you follow me on Instagram, you know that earlier in the year I chopped all my hair off and I got a long bob. Since then, my hair has been getting a little bit shorter every time I go get it cut and I have been struggling and learning with my naturally wavy hair. So today I'm going to be talking about a lot. I'm going to be talking about wavy hair, how to figure out if you actually have it or not, and also the routine that I have developed so far for my type of hair, which is very, very fine. And I know that most of the people like on social media that talk about having curly or wavy hair, their hair texture is a lot thicker than mine. And so a lot of the things that they recommend haven't actually worked for me. And so I think that I've developed a good routine and I want to share that with you just in case you have my hair type. So stay tuned. Hello and welcome to season two of the Girly Homesteader podcast. I'm your host, Laura, a girly homesteader living in Xenia, Ohio, with my husband, chickens, bees, and garden. This is my second year homesteading, and in 2023, I am hoping to hone some of the skills I learned in 2022, specifically in the garden and kitchen. This podcast is meant to be a bridge between nature-centered homesteading and the more girly aspects of being a woman, like non-toxic skincare, makeup, and hair care. So if you're looking for a lifestyle podcast that also talks about random aspects of homestead life, like dirty chicken feet, being attacked by bees, monthly garden goals, food preservation ideas, and sourdough that doesn't always rise, you're in the right place and you've found a girlfriend in homesteading. So first of all, I want to talk about my specific hair type. That way, when you are listening to this episode, you can decide if what I am talking about applies perfectly to you or if you might need to adjust things a little bit. So I spent my entire life thinking that I just had like fluffy hair. I think I knew that my hair was wavy, but I didn't realize that I had to style it in a way that was different than like what I just had been doing my entire life. So I have very fine hair and it's always been just fluffy. If I would blow dry my hair, um, it would look way worse before it would look better. And for me, taking a shower at nighttime and then sleeping with my hair when it was damp, it would always be helpful just because it would kind of like contain the puffiness a little bit. So when I had long hair, um, another thing that I knew about my hair, but I didn't really know what it meant, was that my hair could easily be trained. And what I mean by that is when I had my long hair, I was able to twist it in one direction and I had these little like ringlets, wavy portions at the bottom only. And that was because my hair just was very long. And so that curl, that wave would straighten out up at my roots. But my hair was, you know, fine. Like I was able to manage it just because my hair is so fine. And again, it's trainable. But because my hair is so fine, having it long doesn't really look the best because I don't get a lot of volume when my hair is long and it can make my hair just look kind of stringy and it kind of just drags down my face. So 
When I made the decision to chop my hair off back in April, this was the second time that I have chopped my hair off as an adult. And the first time around, I didn't realize that I had wavy hair. But the second time around, I did a lot more experimenting and I finally started going down the rabbit holes um, that you can get into when you're on social media looking about hair. So now if you go to my Instagram or like if you are on my Instagram account and I go to my explore page or like my search page, pretty much every single thing that pops up is wavy hair and curly hair tutorials. Now, I have gone down these rabbit holes. And so one day I finally was like, screw it. I'm just going to see um, if I have wavy hair. And so I finally saw a video of somebody saying, if your hair, when it dries and you brush it, it's fluffy, you probably have wavy hair. And that just really spoke to me because that's how my hair has been my entire life. But I just thought I had frizzy hair, fluffy hair, and that's just how I was cursed to be. That is very, very susceptible to humidity. So my first time doing the whole wavy hair routine, I did exactly what you're supposed to do. I plopped my hair, meaning I had my hair soaking wet. I scrunched it. I piled it up on top of my head and put it in a towel. This did work. And I was shocked by the waves that I had and almost like the curls that I had. It was pretty much mind-blowing. Now, you have to remember, though, that my hair is very, very fine. So for me to be able to keep these waves, I do need some hold but I don't need products that are super, super heavy. So when I had long hair, I was very, very minimal with my hair care. I would shampoo, I would condition, I would put a little bit of hair oil onto my hair, and then I would blow dry mainly just my roots, that way I could smooth them out. And then I would do that whole twisty thing with my hair that I mentioned before. I'd kind of put it in a really high ponytail on top of my head when I would sleep. And then in the morning, it would be relatively smooth. But of course, um, it just depended on how I slept or whatever, if I would maybe get a kink in my hair or a dent. And it really felt like I had more bad hair days than good hair days. And of course, as you get older, your hair isn't as thick and full as it used to be. Um, you know, I look back at pictures of when my husband and I met and I had long hair and it was so much thicker and it was a lot prettier. Um, was I really doing anything different to style it then? No, it's just that I had more of it. But of course, as you age, we lose our hair. So anyways, that was what prompted me a lot to make the change to chop my hair off so I could find some volume. So again, what I was saying is that I was very, very low maintenance when it came to my hair when it was longer um, all I used, again, was just a hair oil, shampoo, and conditioner. Three things. That's it. So when I entered in to this rabbit hole of wavy hair, curly hair routines, I was overwhelmed by all of the products that were being recommended. Like there's curl cream, there's mousse, there's gel, there's hairspray, there's leave-in conditioner, all of these things. And it seems like all of these people are using all of these products at once. And it was just a lot like a lot. Um, so all of the products that I have bought so far through my journey, I'm going to list off here, just like the product types. I've bought a leave-in conditioner. I've used a gel. I've used a mousse. I've used hairspray. I've used curl cream. I've used all five of those things. And thankfully, I have discovered that I really only need two. 
And that's very exciting to me. So again, my hair is very, very fine. And because my hair is relatively healthy, because I don't straighten it, I don't curl it, I don't color it, um, my hair doesn't need a lot of moisture. So if you are going down the rabbit hole of having wavy hair, you're probably going to be bombarded with the fact that you need to deep condition, that you need to use super hydrating products because your hair is dry. But the thing is, your hair might not actually be dry because like my hair, it's not it's not dry. It doesn't need all of that excessive moisture. Now, during the winter time, yes, I can see myself needing another product to add some more moisture. But during summertime right now and during spring and probably even fall, I don't think I'm going to need any extra moisture than the products, the two products that I'm using right now. So this wavy hair routine, back to like the basics of it. When you start down your rabbit hole <laughs> of discovering that you have wavy hair, you're gonna learn a few things. One of the most important things is that you need to style your hair when your hair is very, very wet. And this is very true, especially if you want softer waves. So my hair at its, at its current length, which is relatively short, um, when it's all waved up and styled, it probably sits, gosh, like maybe even three inches above my shoulders. In my opinion right now, my hair is a little bit too short. I am currently growing it out some, but I'm just telling you this to give you a frame of reference. So because my hair is so short, it waves up quite a bit and it shrinks a quite a bit after, you know, from being wet. So because of that, and I want to have a little bit more length, I am trying to style my waves in a much softer sort of style. Okay. So not like super ringlets, not super, super wavy curly. Now, again, that has to do with water, how much water you have on your hair when you are styling. And so the whole water thing, it is very true, but a lot of people, you will see that like they soak their hair so that it's literally dripping and they are styling it like in the shower or in a bowl and I'm sorry, but I don't want to be that high maintenance. I feel like I already am a lot more high maintenance now because of my hair. So I think personally <laughs> that the, the routine that I have developed so far is relatively low maintenance in the realm of curly hair methods. Um, another thing that you will pick up on too when you go down these rabbit holes is that these girls who are doing these wavy and curly hair wash day routines, they take a long time. And because they are so in-depth, they're only washing their hair like once a week. Now, I am definitely a proponent of not washing my hair every day just because I don't want to deal with my wet hair. But I'm sorry, but I need to wash my hair more than once a week. My hair, just because it is so fine, it shows build up way more than someone who has more coarse or curly, true curly hair. So I am washing my hair every other day sometimes, maybe every three days, sometimes maybe even four days. And I would like to be able to get to that point again. But honestly, the only reason I can't do that as much right now is just because my hair is so short and it's hard for me to pull it back even into a low ponytail. And so because of that, I'm having to wash my hair, I don't know, every two or three days or so. And that's okay for my hair type because, again, it is very fine. So if you have fine hair like I do, I just want to, you know, promise you that you don't have to follow these people on Instagram who are washing their hair only once a week because your hair will look disgusting, probably. 
So I know mine would. So anyways, water is important. Washing your hair, the right amount for you is important. And the other thing that is important, in my opinion, for my hair is using a diffuser. So I was hoping that I'd be able to get away with letting my hair air dry, but the main premise of styling curly or wavy hair is that as you style it, you are putting a product on your hair that has a decent amount of hold. And what that does is it holds your wave pattern, your curl pattern intact as your hair dries, and it prevents those curl clumps from separating as it dries. Now, if you want to let your hair air dry, that is fine, but just know that it takes a long freaking time. <laughs> and so the longer it takes to dry, the more tempted you are going to be to mess with your hair. And as you touch your hair when it is wet and not fully dry, even damp and not fully dry, you will separate those clumps of curls, those clumps of waves, and you will also create more frizz. So in my opinion, it is very, very helpful to diffuse your hair because it cuts off a lot of drying time. Uh, so far, I have not noticed any like detrimental effects to my hair with using a diffuser. Um, I have mentioned my new favorite uh, blow dryer and diffuser on the podcast before. It was a favorites from, I don't know, I think, I think the month of June maybe, but I will link to it again in the show notes. I did get the Diva Curl Hair Dryer and the Diva Curl Diffuser. I absolutely adore the diffuser and the hair dryer. It has ion technology, which helps to make my hair not feel dry and frizzy. It still looks shiny. It's still soft. And this diffuser is shaped like a hand. And so because of that, I'm able to get it in under my roots or like at my roots and I can dry just that area. And so I'm not having to dry 100% the entire length of my hair. What I focus on is drying the wettest parts and the parts that take the longest to dry. And of course, that is your roots. So by diffusing, I'm able to cut down my drying time that way when I go to bed, because yes, I do still wash my hair at night. I'm able to go to bed with my hair pretty much dry. That way, all it's doing at night is just kind of depuffing, as I have said before. So we've talked about the wetness when styling your hair. We've talked about washing your hair the right amount of times for you and your hair type using a diffuser. And then one more thing that is very, very important, which is what I have been perfecting these past few weeks, month or so, is the right amount of hold and moisture in your styling products. So after the break, I'm going to get into my actual routine. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by all my favorite clean beauty brands like Beauty Counter, Coco Kind, Acure Beauty, Ilia, and many more. Yes, I did create this podcast as a way to share my journey through homesteading, but I also wanted it to be a place where we can still be girls. Because if you're like me, you probably like makeup, but also love chickens. You probably like skincare, but also love gardening, and you probably like feeling pretty despite the potentially dirty world of homesteading that we live in. This is exactly why I created this show. I mean, it is called the Girly Homesteader Podcast. It's meant to be a bridge between nature-centered homesteading and the girlier aspects of your life. So if you text me the word samples to 937-821-5565, 
that will be a direct line of contact between you and me to help you find your perfect products. We'll text back and forth to figure out your skin type, and then I'll send you risk-free samples based on your routine and product preferences. I'll put my phone number in the show notes, but again, if you text the word samples to 937-821-5565, we'll become clean beauty buddies and get you started on your best homesteading self ever. Okay, so again, I want to stress here that I wash my hair at night. I know that this is unheard of probably in the curly or wavy hair community, but for me, I just hate having wet hair. I hate having damp hair. And as I said in the previous section of the podcast, the more you touch your hair when it is wet or damp, the more frizz you're going to get and the more like fine kind of straggly messed up curl clumps that you're going to get. So for me, it's a lot easier to be able to just go to bed, pile my hair up on the top of my head, on the top of my pillow and go to sleep while it 100% dries. Okay. So I also, as you know, I use self tanner and for me, I need to apply that in the evenings and it just makes sense for me to apply or to shower at night. And I am never going to give that up no matter what my hair would do. So again, I am an evening shower. So I will shampoo and condition my hair. Now you might think that that is self-explanatory, but it's not. (laughs) Um, With wavy hair or curly hair, you do not want to detangle your hair when it is remotely dry or damp at all. You only want to do this when your hair is wet. That is because your hair will slip through, like the brush will slip through your hair much more easily. And again, you will get those bigger curl clumps. I'll talk about that more in a bit, but I will shampoo my hair like normal. And then when I condition, I actually use a brush to help work the conditioner through my hair. I use the Tangle Teaser. I got this thing at Target and it is a brush. I got the model that is specifically for fine hair. Um, It's kind of like a blue tealy color, but again, I'll link to it in the show notes. I use this to work the conditioner through my hair and detangle my hair. After that, I will wash my body off, and so I will keep the conditioner in my hair, and I'll keep it off my body with a claw clip in the shower. Once I'm done washing my body, I will rinse out my conditioner. I'll rinse it out like normal, but I do try to really not mess up my hair too much because I just detangled it with that brush. So when I get out of the shower, here's another thing that I do that is very, very different than most of the curly girls or wavy girls that you see on Instagram and Pinterest and all of that. I do not deal with my hair first because I am sorry, but my skincare is way more important to me. So here's another thing that I do that is like anti- (laughs) the curly girl method. I put my hair up in a microfiber towel without plopping. So plopping, if you have never heard of what that is, I kind of hinted at it a little bit in the beginning of the episode, but it's essentially when you put your hair up on top of your head with a towel. This allows gravity to kind of preserve the waves in your hair and it allows your hair to dry like a little bit more anti-gravity if that makes sense. Cause like you are literally tipping your head upside down, piling your hair up on top of a towel and then wrapping it on top of your head so that your hair stays up there. I did do this at the beginning of my journey. 
but honestly, I didn't really like what it did. I thought that it kind of smushed my curl pattern a little bit too much because again, I have very fine hair and I have wavy hair. I do not have curly hair. My wave pattern is very gentle, very slight. And so if I have anything that kind of smushes it down, it's gonna look really, really goofy, okay? So I don't like to plop. I just throw my hair up in my microfiber towel as I've done for the past who knows how many years. Now, this microfiber towel does suck a lot of water out of my hair, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll get to that because as I said, water, the amount of water that you use when you're styling your hair makes a very big difference. So I don't even care about how much water it's sucking out of my hair. I will do my skincare. I'll apply my body lotion, whatever. And then once that is all done, I will then focus on my hair. And so this is a tool that I discovered thanks to Instagram that has been very, very helpful for me. And all it is, is a spray bottle with water. <laughs> That's all. Um, what I noticed when I would plop and I would just rely on the water that was just in my hair after a shower is that if there wasn't enough water in there, I wouldn't get the right look that I wanted. And so I decided I'm just going to take this into my own hands and use a spray bottle full of water and I can adjust the amount of water in my hair as needed. So if you have a hair type that is like me, that is again, very fine, very slippery, kind of fluffy, my wave pattern, my curl pattern isn't super defined, you're probably gonna need some volume. And so what I have discovered is that brushing my hair and styling my hair upside down is very helpful to give me volume. So what I will do, again, I've had my hair up in the microfiber towel, it's soaked up a decent amount of water, and I have my skincare done, I have my body done. So all I have to do is focus on my hair. What I will do is I will take my hair out of the microfiber towel and I will put that on my chair, like my makeup vanity stool, okay? What I will do then is I will flip my hair, my head upside down. That way my hair is hanging from the crown of my head. And I will take a very, very wide toothed brush and I will again detangle my hair once more and I will brush it all up and away from the crown of my head. Because I had my hair in the microfiber towel, it is a little bit dry. And so what I will do at this time is I will spray just plain water with my spray bottle on my hair. And I will link to the one that I use in the show notes. Um, it creates a very, very fine mist and it's not like super just droplets. It's like a very, again, a very fine mist. And I personally put distilled water in mine, but that is just because we are on a well. And so we have lots of minerals and junk in our water. And I just want to preserve the longevity, the longevity of the spray bottle. And so that's why I use distilled, but you can use tap water if you want to. So anyways, my head is flipped upside down. I am brushing my hair up and away from my crown which when you're upside down, that means that you're just brushing it towards the floor. But I will spray my hair so that it's almost drippy. At this point, you can see the difference that the clumps in your hair, they will get thicker and more juicy. That's the word that everybody likes to use on Instagram. Juicy curl clumps. So your curl clumps will get bigger. The little ringlets or the little waves that are forming, they'll be more like there'll be bigger clumps of hair. And so at this time, I might start scrunching, might not just kind of scrunching a little bit to see if I have enough water in there. 
Then what I will do is I will add some leave-in conditioner. I am using leave-in conditioner by Pros. That is the brand of shampoo and conditioner that I use too. They make custom, uh, custom formulations specifically for your hair type. I love my Pros shampoo and conditioner, and so I tried the the curl cream and the leave-in conditioner from them. The curl cream I will get to, but for right now at this time of year, all I need is a leave-in conditioner. So I am currently taking five pumps of leave-in conditioner. I will put that in my hair and then I will scrunch it. I will squish it into my hair. Now, if you are trying to get the most ringlety, the most waviness out of your hair, you definitely want to scrunch as much as you can. But if you are looking for waves that are a little bit softer, what you can do instead of scrunching up is you can kind of scrunch around your hair. You can kind of like grab a curl clump and just kind of squish your fingers around it. That way you're really working in your product. And so once I'm happy with the scrunching, the squishingness of my leave-in conditioner, I will then apply hairspray, simply hairspray. So one thing I should say about the water content of your hair, you want to audibly hear squishing noises when you are working your products in. If you're not hearing that, your hair is probably not wet enough. But the good thing is if you have your spray bottle, you can just add more water. You can add water pretty much any time throughout this process. So if you don't have enough at the beginning, don't worry, just add some more later. Now, if you add too much and you're dripping over, over everything, that's why you have that towel underneath you. And if you put too much water, that again can be fixed. So hairspray. <laughs> I have been experimenting with gels and with mousses and all sorts of stuff. And the crazy thing is that it seems like my perfect product is the hairspray that I have been buying since I was like a sophomore in college. <laughs> and this hairspray is an alcohol-free hairspray. It's a non-toxic hairspray, just like the Pros products that I use. And this hairspray is from a brand called Honey Bee Gardens. I do like this brand quite a bit. She makes beautiful, um, beautiful eyeshadows, beautiful eyeliners, and her hairspray is fantastic. The hairspray is the first thing that I tried from the Honey Bee Gardens brand, and I have repurchased it so many times. You can get it from her website or on Amazon. Either way, I will put a link to it in the show notes. It is very subtly scented, and what I like about it is that it's a combination of like non-toxic, like natural hair care, but without using sugar as the thing that helps give your hair hold. I tried some mousses, hair mousses, from a brand that I really, really wanted to like, but I just, ugh, they made my hair just look dirty and nasty. And so what I love about the Honey Bee Gardens hairspray is that it doesn't do that. Now, the only drawback of the Honey Bee Gardens hairspray is that the spray bottle really, really sucks. So what I have done is I put it into my own spray bottle. So I have two of the same hair, like some water sprayers on my vanity. I have one for water and I have one for hairspray. So this makes it a nice fine mist. Now, what you will have to do though, if you are doing this whole method, is that it's going to take some time to figure out how much hairspray you need. This hairspray, although I love it, if you apply too much of it, it's going to give you a lot of hold. 
Now, is that a bad thing? No, but the other thing that it gives you too is a lot of texture and volume. Um, I was using a sea salt texturizing spray earlier in the year, and I love the texture that it gives my hair, but this hairspray pretty much does the exact same thing. So it kind of does double duty. So again, it'll take some experimentation to see how much product you need to, to get like your preferred amount of hold and also texture. I have applied way too much of it before. And although my hair looks fine, it doesn't really move the way that I'm used to it moving. And so... As of my last experiment, my last hair washing round, I've discovered that about five sprays of this hairspray in my new, like my, not the original sprayer that it comes in, but in the one that I transferred it to, five sprays with that is a kind of like my magic number. And so I will spray this onto my hair when I am still upside down, okay? So you're upside down for a little while, but I will spray this onto my hair and I will again scrunch. So. My hair has been brushed to the front of my head this entire time right now. If you flip your head up, you're going to mess it all up. <laughs> so what you have to do to move your hair around is you have to slowly turn your head to the side and kind of roll your head back. That way you can be upright. So I kind of skipped ahead though. We're not really to that part yet. Um, okay, so the hairspray. I've scrunched my hair. I have that worked in. And my curl clumps are nice and juicy, quote unquote. So now comes the process of drying. So I mentioned that if you put too much water in your hair, that can be fixed. So I generally do this no matter what. What I will do is I will take that same microfiber towel that was up on top of my head and then underneath me to collect drips. I will carefully bring that up to my hair and kind of blot out some of the excess water from the ends. This just helps to cut down the drying time a little bit. So once I'm done with that, it starts drying time. So I will get out my Diva Curl uh, hair dryer and diffuser, and I will start off on the highest heat setting and also the highest fan setting. That's another thing that you are told in the curly girl world is that you are not supposed to use a lot of fan speed on your hair dryer or a lot of heat. But you know what? I want to speed up this drying time as much as I can. And so I use the high fan speed when my hair is the wettest. I don't always keep it at this high fan speed, but when it is the most wet, it's not going to blow around as much. So what I will do is I will hover the diffuser over my hair to create a cast. So this is another term that you will hear in the curly girl world. There was plopping, curl clumps, juicy curl clumps, <laughs> and there is also a cast. And so what this is, is that high hold product creating a like firm hold sort of a, a cast, I guess, on top of your ringlet of hair. And so once you start drying your hair, you will feel this cast create on each clump. So again, I hover my diffuser around my hair when I'm upside down. And then what I will do is I will slowly work myself back up to being upright. And so again, what I will do is I will slowly tip my head to the side and then I will kind of roll my head up. That way I'm not just flipping all my hair backwards and being very destructive on those curl clumps. So as I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, when your hair is wet or damp, it is very, very fragile. 
not necessarily your hair is fragile, but the clumps of those waves are fragile. And so you have to be very, very gentle and try not to disturb them so much. So slow movements is very helpful when you are bringing your head back to upright. So now I'm upside, I'm right side up and my hair is still wet. So what I will continue to do is I will hover that diffuser over my hair on both sides of my head and continue to dry it. What you will then notice is you will start to feel that cast of the hairspray or your gel or whatever start to form on your hair. At this point, your hair is getting drier. And so I will switch my hair dryer down to the lower fan speed, but I still use the high heat setting. I have not noticed any detriment. So because I said that my diffuser is different than most of the ones that you see out there, again, it is shaped like a hand. What I can do is I can almost brush that diffuser at my roots, not like brush it, but I can kind of like scoop it into my roots at the sides of my face and the crown of my head. And I can dry just my roots and not disturb the waves that are forming at the ends of my hair. And so that is why I love this diffuser and dryer. So once I'm at that point, I get my hair to about, I don't know, 70 or so percent dry. And then after that, I'm done. So I'm not done completely, but I'm at least done with the hands-on effort. So at this time in our routine for the day, it's time for us to just sit on the couch, watch a little bit of TV and relax a bit before we go to bed. So what I will do to prevent myself from touching the hair that is by my face is I will very carefully take a claw clip and I will clip the, uh, the, the pieces that are at the sides of my hair and at the very top, the sides of my face and at the top of my head. I will clip those up and back to the crown of my head. And I, again, will do this very, very loosely. I won't pull at them. What I will do is I will kind of tilt my head to the side and kind of gently shake it. That way the curls just fall into that direction on their own. I'll kind of hold them in place and then flip to the other side, let that other side of my hair kind of go up there and I will clip them in place. It's not cute, but it just keeps my hair out of my face. That way it can continue to dry without me disturbing it. Because again, you do not want to disturb your hair when it is wet or damp. You don't want to touch it if possible until it is completely 100% dry. So once we have wound down for the evening and I'm ready to get into bed, what I will do is I will take that clip out. I will put a headband on my head and I'll go to bed. That's it. <laughs> kind of. So the headband that I use, I will link to it in the show notes. Um, I'm still not like 100% sure if it's tight enough on my head, but what I like about it is that the inside of it is lined with satin, which is great for your hair. I have a satin pillowcase and I love it. And so um, I put this headband around my head. But the other thing about this headband too is that one end of it is a lot wider and then one end of it is a lot more narrow. And so what I do is I just put this on, I will scoop all my hair up and I will flip it onto my pillow so that it's resting up at the top of my hair, just cascading over my pillow. And the headband helps me do this a lot more easily with my short hair. If my hair was longer or if your hair is longer, you might not need this headband. But for me, just because my layers in the back are so short, it's hard for me to be able to like collect it all 
without disturbing those waves too much, if that makes sense. So by using this headband, it just helps to collect my hair a lot more easily. So I will then go to bed. That's it. Now you do have to remember, I have kind of trained myself to sleep on my back very well because of the pillow that I use. And so for me, my hair really doesn't get disturbed um, during the time that it is still any percentage of being wet. So that is something that you would have to keep in mind if you are not a back sleeper. If you are a side sleeper or if you toss and turn, you might have more issues with wonkiness when you wake up in the morning. But for me, because I can sleep on my back, um, my hair ends up looking pretty darn good in the morning. Now, the morning. Here comes the rest of the routine. So another thing that you will hear about in the curly girl world, the wavy girl world, is something that is called scrunching out the crunch. So if you are a millennial like me, you probably have vivid memories <laughs> of being in grade school, middle school, high school, and the whole crunchy hair phase. Well, we were onto something, but we just weren't quite there yet. In that crunchy, scrunchy gel phase of the 2000s, <laughs> um, we did not have our hair wet enough when we were styling it. And then we also did not do the final touch, which is scrunching out the crunch. And so what you are doing at this time is you are breaking up the cast that formed on your hair. That way your hair doesn't look crispy. What I have discovered is that with this hairspray, I have way less of a risk of looking crispy and crunchy and scrunchy like the 2000s. That is why I love this hairspray because it creates that hold. But after about an hour or so of just living in it, the scrunch or the crunch, I'm sorry, the crunchiness is completely gone. Now you will see two theories in the curly girl, the wavy girl world. Some people just like to scrunch out their hair with no extra product. Um, they'll literally just like scrunch up their hair, maybe like kind of not brush their hands over it, but they'll kind of like flatten it down with a bare, like a flat palm. And I do that, but I do like to use hair oil. As I said before I discovered that I have wavy hair like this, um, I loved hair oil and I still do because hair oil for me is a way to kind of smooth out some of the front, the flyaways, the frizziness, and it helps to give my hair some more shine that is very, very weightless. Now, finding the right hair oil for you can definitely be a struggle because some of them are too heavy. The one that I had formulated for me by Pros is fantastic. And so what I do with my length of hair is I will take four drops of oil. Now, that's four drops total. I do not use all four drops at once because what can happen is if you use too much hair oil at once is that you can get some sections of your head that get way too much oil on them than others. So what I like to do is I like to break up my application into two, maybe even three times. So I will take two drops at most at once. And what I will do is I'll drop it onto my hand. I will like completely work it into my hand all the way into my fingertips. That way there's just a very, very slight sheen of the hair oil on my hands. And what I will do is I will run it through my hair. 
the underside of my hair generally gets a little bit straighter, which is fine for me because of how I sleep on it. And so I will run my fingers through there and then I will do another two drops and then I will do the top section of my hair. When I am doing this, I am more so just running my hands over my hair without using my fingers. I am more so just using my palms. And then the areas that are on, that are around my face, I will run my fingers through there just because I end up doing that throughout the day anyways. Now, if you want to be done, you can be done at this point. But because my hair, like I said, uh, has a very slight, not super extreme wave or curl pattern, there are some sections around my face that I do like to fix a little bit. And so what I will do is I will re-wet the sections around my face a little bit. It does not have to be soaking wet like it was the night before. Just a little bit. And what I will do is I will twist those sections away from my face and I will hold them in place with a claw clip until, you know, I'm ready to leave the house. So like I'll do my makeup, I'll make my tea with my hair in those clips. And then once they're dry, I can take them out. And then those portions have been curled away from my face, which is generally a lot more flattering. So, and for some reason, the left side of my head naturally curls away from my face, but the right side doesn't. So I don't know. The left side of my head always looks better than the right. But anyways, you will discover with your own hair, your specific curl patterns. And another thing is that the more you do this routine, the more you will continue to bring out the natural wave and the curl in your hair because it will become trained to do that so much better. And so as you progress, you might notice more intense curls, more intense waves. Your hair is always gonna look different every single time you do it, but the more you do it, the better it will get. Oh, so that was a lot of information. <laughs> um, I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, I really kind of feel that most people in the world have wavy hair and they just don't know it. So I think that this episode will be a lot more helpful for people than they think. But the only differences here that might apply to you is that you might have a thicker hair texture. You might have more hair than me and you might need a little bit more moisturizing or more hold products. I don't know, but these are the ones that I have found are working for me right now. Now I will say though, I was going to mention this earlier, curl cream. I do like my curl cream. <clears throat> Sorry. I do like my curl cream that pros created for me, but for right now at this time of year, it's just a little bit too much moisture and I don't need it. Now, will I need it during the dead of winter? Yes, probably, because I know that at that time of year, even in years past, I know that my hair gets drier. And so at that time, I probably will need some of that. And then what I would do is I would just mix in a little bit of that with my leave-in conditioner. But at least for right now, if you wanna try experimenting, all you need is some leave-in conditioner and some hairspray. And you probably already have those things on hand, at least the hairspray. And then if you don't have leave-in conditioner, you can truly just try using the tiniest bit of your regular conditioner and watering it down when you put it into your hair. So if you have fluffy hair, if you have unmanageable hair, you might actually just have beautiful waves. So that is it for today. Thank you very much for listening to this entire super, super girly episode about my hair, but I'm just very happy to announce that I think I have it down to a pretty darn reliable routine now, and that um, I really hope it's helpful for you, because 
I know that most of us out there, we probably just think our hair is unmanageable and fluffy and unruly and just not really straight, not really wavy, and we don't know what to do with it. But if you have that type of hair, I truly just please try just one time, try just one time doing a semi-wavy curly routine. And I promise you will like be shocked by how different your hair can be. So thank you. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Girly Homesteader podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. And if you want to share more in my journey, follow me on Instagram at the Girly Homesteader. <laughs>